Uh, playing with Anki is one of the best players in the world, and I uh, just go to the net and put my on the ice, and it, uh, it makes it a really easy game for me. Okay, so this is episode one of the Vanderson Canucks podcast. My name is Eagle Anderson, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host Mason. How are you doing this morning, Jason? I'm doing I'm doing well. How are you, Eagle? I'm doing well. So we're recording the morning of December 9th, and this is what we're going to be covering this week. This isn't going to be your typical Canucks podcast. We have um, some fun segments planned, but for this week, we're going to start off. We're going to be talking about a forgotten one, which will be a weekly segment where one of us brings up a former and usually obscure Canuck to check out uh, their career and kind of see what they're up to now. I'll be presenting that person today. Uh, Then we're going to talk about the new Canucks helmets that the team teased on Twitter. And I don't know, have you seen those yet? Do you know what I'm talking about? I just seen a clip this morning. Okay, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to do run through New Jersey and Minnesota games. We're going to talk about Andre Kuzmenko and his struggles and the recent Canucks record of one win, one loss. They're mediocre. What do you think about that? And then Luongo inducted into the Ring of Honor December 14th. We're talking about that. And we'll run through the game tonight. So first, Mason, we have a forgotten one. The forgotten one this week. From the 2011 Canucks, who always stuck out in my mind. He was a part of the Keith Ballard, Michael Grabner trade. His name is Victor Oreskovich. Yes, I remember him. What do you remember about Victor Oreskovich? He basically just played in their playoff run to the cup final. I think he played like every single game almost. And then he basically disappeared off the face of the earth the next year. Exactly. Yeah, so he, uh, they got him in that Ballard trade. The year in 2009-10, he played 50 games with Florida. Two goals, four assists, six points. He was a roster player, but they sucked. Then he joined Vancouver. He played 40 games in AHL. Then he played 16 games in the regular season, three assists. That's it. And then in the playoffs, he played 19 other games in their cup run. (laughs) The next year, he played one game, no points. And he went to Chicago in the AHL, their AHL team at the time. 12 points in 28 games. He never played a professional game again. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he was pretty good on their uh, cup run, actually. I don't know, he was like a little firecracker, man. He kept hitting everyone in the move. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, he was young, uh, too. I, doesn't he do, like, real estate or something now? Yeah, so he was only 24 when – I think he would have been 24 or 25 when Canucks had him, so he was fairly young. And he's also a second-round pick in 2004. But his career is strange. So he played, he played college hockey for a few years, 05 and 06. Then he played OHL, 04. 506 and 0607 and then he yeah. didn't play for two seasons because he went back to college but he didn't play in college he finished his business degree in college <laughs> then when 2011 12 rolls around he doesn't play any more games after his time with chicago and i googled him i researched him i found his linkedin page he started working as a financial advisor at some oh, okay. life in <laughs> 2012 in December 2012 so six months after his AHL season would have ended he started working in Ontario as a financial advisor he's worked in finance since then he stopped for two years got a master's degree he worked there since or till 2022 and there's an interview a guy interviewed him about finance for a podcast (laughs) on finance in 2021 (laughs) and he was really gung-ho about RBC and he said the reason he underachieved is because he got down on got down on himself. He never he said he never lived up to his attempt his potential. He said he underachieved, but he's making lots of money in finance. Well, good for him. What was your favorite Victor Reskovich memory? I don't really have a 
particular one that stands out. I just remember him playing pretty well in the playoffs. I forget who he was on a line with. I'm trying to think who he was on a line with that run. I don't know if he was on a line with Lapierre. I don't recall. But I remember him hitting a lot of people and playing pretty sound. Yeah, same. I thought he was going to be the next big thing because Cox didn't have any um, prospects at the time, and that's my first recollection. Yeah. I said, hey, this yeah. guy, second-round pick, got him in that Ballard trade. Yeah. It's not going to look so bad after all. <laughs> any final thoughts on Mr. Reskovich? Not really. Hopefully he's doing good with his finance stuff. and That's about it. Good deal. Okay, top good two. Deal. Vancouver Cox Helmet. They posted a video yesterday on Twitter and also Instagram teasing what looked to be a shiny chrome blue helmet. Did you see the video? Yes, I seen it this morning. I didn't know what to make of it. So I looked at, there's already an article on it I read. And they said all the things it could be. But I have no idea. I'm not I'm not speculating too much. What do you think of it? I did a whole TikTok video on it. I got a bunch <laughs> okay. of I got a bunch <laughs> of views. And it um I just concluded that it looks like it's gonna be a chrome blue helmet because someone blew it up. They took it was on Twitter, I think. They took the picture of the helmet and then they blew it up and made it look brighter. And it looks like it's gonna be a shiny blue helmet. I was I was just talking the other day how I hate Los Angeles's shiny silver ones and I hate Vegas's shiny gold ones. They're my least favorite things in the whole out of anything. You don't think they look futuristic or um, times are changing? You don't like it? We'll see. We'll see. What about um, other teams? San Jose started recently wearing teal blue helmets with their away jerseys, and they've also been winning with them. I think they started December 1st, and then Carolina also wears red helmets with their white jerseys. So yeah. they got the colorful helmet with the away jersey. Do you like that if it's not shiny? Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. I like it better. I don't like the shiny. I do not like the shiny one. What if it's, do you hope it's just straight? What, what's your best case scenario for the helmet? Do you even care? I haven't put enough thought into it. Maybe I'll like the shiny, the chrome blue one. We'll see. We'll see. I, hope, I don't know. I I, uh, I don't think it'll look good, but I hope they wear the chrome. <laughs> do you like their yeah, black yeah. ones? Their new matte ones? Yeah. yeah, those are slick. Do you think they switched black jerseys full time? Skate jerseys? Yeah, I read another article on that too. I think people want them to. Would they just yeah. go straight that? Would they keep their blue as an alternate? Or do you just get rid of it completely, you think? Mm, I'd say next. They got to keep their Orca somehow. Well, they don't have to because they're not beholden to um, who owned them before. <laughs> Weren't they owned by Orca Bay or something? That's why they had the Orca logo. I believe. i say F it. i say next year, come out with just black jerseys. Just black. Okay. And it's it's a new era. And then when they get rid of um, Pedersen and Hughes and everyone, they have to rebuild and they can – any final thoughts on helmets or jerseys? Uh, no. Me tell him, Jason. Okay, New Jersey <laughs> game. What was that, Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, yeah. They played New Jersey in Vancouver. What was your biggest takeaway from the game? Did you watch the whole game? So I only caught the third period, but I caught it in its entirety because I was playing basketball. But it was a heartbreaker. It broke my heart. I came back, I think it was 5-2. I started watching, and I already thought, oh, they're probably going to lose. And they scored a goal. And they scored another goal. Got my hopes up. Then they tied it. They were dominating. And then after they tied it, they started getting dominated. And then they got scored on with 30 seconds left. And they broke my heart. Yeah, that's um, that's horrible. What was the issue? Well, it was Demko played bad. Is that what everyone said afterwards? I also went to basketball and I missed the 
<laughs> I missed the first half. Of it. Well, I just watched the highlights after. You can't really blame on too many of the goals. I think it was their defensive structure. This gave up so much odd man rushes and backdoor plays and stuff. But uh, I don't know what they're doing in the third because they were dominating when they tied it and they had their in full control of the play. And then right after they tie it, tied it, they let their foot off the gas and then they got dummy basically the last couple of minutes. But who's the blame? I guess a little blame on everyone, the players mostly. Those um yeah. Also that game was the first time ever that all the Hughes brothers played together. Who who's better, Jack or Quinn? Uh they're both really good. And with trying to move my bias out of it, I'm gonna say Jack just slightly. Oh, you're crazy. Just that's slightly. A, that's crazy. Even after, even like, like right now during the season, Jack's better than Quinn. Twenty twenty three. This twenty. I think they're on par, completely on par with each other. Okay, and what about Luke? Where does he fit in all of this? He needs to stop getting hit so much. <laughs> Keeps getting think, blown up. Do you think he's going to be the best because he's giant? He's just Maybe. young still. Yeah, how old is he? Like 21? 21? Uh, I'll Google. I think so. When was he drafted? Mm. It's weird because the um, Quinn was immediately good when he came in. Well, I guess Luke, I have him in my fantasy team, and he was kind of bad at the start of the year, stats wise. He is. Yeah, what's he, is he he's 20 years old. He's up, oh, okay. he's up to 15 points in 24 games I was say, for a defensive. Yeah, that's was, really good. Yeah, I was going to say, I think his point totals are pretty good now. Leeching off his brother. Who's going to be the best of them all time? All time? All time. Jack. Yeah. Okay. That stinks. What's your um? <laughs> what's your biggest takeaway from that New Jersey game? What do we uh? What do we finish off on? Uh, Canucks need to be more consistent. Let me get that consistency under uh, wraps there. Okay. And the players need to be better. Yeah, they need to be more consistent. They get you out on the ice. They need to get me out on the ice, yeah. Okay, <laughs> next game, Minnesota. I did watch the full game for that one. I thought they looked horrible in the first period, and then they played <laughs> solid after that. What's your, what's your takeaway from that game? Well, luckily, I actually missed the first five or six minutes of the first period. So I missed part of that horribleness. But uh, pretty good. I feel like it was the right game after that New Jersey game that was so full of uh, highs and lows with the emotions. They got their goal, got another goal, and then they kind of just played boring, safe hockey. didn't give up a lot. Got a solid win. Solid, boring win for the most part. But it's another it's another win loss win loss. They keep winning yeah, well, and then they lose. Why did they why did they do that? It's consistency issues. It's the consistency issue. Same within the game yesterday. They didn't get a shot for was it like four, 13 minutes or something? But they after they after that they basically controlled the last two periods of the game. So I don't know. They gotta be more consistent in the game and also game the game. Seems like. You think they will? I think so, because at the start of the year when they were winning all those games, most of the games, they were playing like a full 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So I, I think they can get back to it. Do you think that's their normal, though? Or do you think they're usually bad and that was just uh, – or they're no, usually no. mediocre and that's just uh, – that, that was an that was outlier? Yeah. Um, 
maybe I'm an optimist, but I I think they can. I think they got the right guys and the right coaching staff and stuff to be consistent. I think they can be they can be a consistent team. Okay, you got me. I be, I believe in them. I believe in them as well. Okay, uh, also that game, Casey the Smith's a god. He got a shout out. Oh what's, yeah, uh, I like Casey you, the Smith. What's your take on him so far? Hey, he's good. He's the best uh, goalie. I guess he's had a lot of like the one B goalies and stuff, but he's a lot better than Spencer Martin and uh, and uh, what's his face there he played last year. Uh, Delia, 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 yeah, Chris Delia, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's good, man. Uh, I like him too. He seems like a nice guy. You ever see? You see his interview after the game? He seems so awkward in all his interviews. He always look glancing at the camera and stuff. Yeah, I did I like see him. him. He seems, um, yeah, he seems very solid, especially if Demko's healthy. I heard though, and I told you before, I heard from people on Twitter, Pittsburgh fans, that he turns really bad if their starting goalie gets hurt. What do you think about that? Well. Do you think they could Maybe. if Demko goes down? Do you think they're they're done, or do you think the Smith stands on his head? I don't know, but I feel more confident with him if Demko goes down than with Martin or Cristalia. I'll say that. Fair enough. Also, from that game, um, what's Spencer Martin doing these days? Did he sign I, in the NHL? Columbus? He's in Columbus. Remember they traded him, or they put on waivers or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I know he's playing games. I seen him playing the one day. Probably not because Columbus is uh terrible. But probably not. But uh, yeah, I I think he's playing in the he's on the team. I think played eleven games this year. There you go. What's his record? <laughs> his record is two wins, seven losses, one OT <laughs> loss. He has an eight ninety two save percentage. 3.57 goals against average. That's yeah, good. He's still playing, though. Yeah, it's good. He's in the chow. I like, I actually like Spencer Martin. I love Spencer Martin when he was, he was almost featured for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and, for a minute. Um, okay, good. Hoaglander also, he scored in Minnesota. Did he score in Minnesota? Yeah, he scored. Yeah, he scored that like fluttering wrist or whatever. Is he a superstar? I swear he's a superstar. No. Every game I watch, he's always scoring and he's just doing the right things and he's turning into a Swedish god. I don't think he's ever going to be a superstar or an all-star or anything. But I like him. I feel like he's going to be like, if he keeps it up, he's going to be a really good middle six, like spark plug skill energy winger. I could see him being like a consistent 20, 20 plus goal scorer. Like the better version of Yannick Hansen. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be as good as like a penalty killer. As Yannick Hansen. Hansen was a pretty good penalty killer. But, yeah, I don't know. I see him. He can go up and down the lineup. He's skilled enough to play with the top guys. And he's got enough energy and bite to play in the bottom six. I feel like, he, again, same thing, same topic. He's just got to be more consistent, which he's been playing good lately. But just generally find his consistency. I think he's going to be a, have a long, successful career. Hopefully with Canucks. Same, same. Same, same, same. I think um... – is there anything you want to talk about for the Minnesota game? Anything that stuck out? No, I. Uh, they played probably their best defensive game for the last two periods, anyway, in a couple weeks, maybe. It was encouraging defensively. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, okay, done with Minnesota. On to Mister Kuzmenko. Him and Pocket have a blood feud or something. Kuzmenko. <laughs> 
Um, I picked him up in my fantasy pool. I picked him up a couple weeks ago, and he – not even a couple weeks ago, over a week ago, just about – just over a week ago, and he's had three games for me, and I don't think he's had a point or regist- – he didn't register a shot, yes, last game. He didn't have yeah. – he didn't do anything. I think he played like 11 or 12 minutes. He has yeah. 15 points in 24 games. Last year he had 39 goals for Pete's sake. What's uh, what's going on there, Mason? In your humble opinion? Well, I feel like he, well, right now he's definitely lost his confidence. He's not playing with confidence. All he's passing up so many uh, open scoring chances and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I think he might just be a bad fit with the coaching staff. What are you telling me? Do they have to move on from him or what? Well, I I wouldn't move on from him yet, but. I feel like it's trending that way for sure. Even last year when Talkett took, took over, uh, he took, I think, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't have a stat in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he uh, was playing him quite a bit less ice time than he was under Boudreaux. And he just doesn't seem like a Rick Talkett type of player. Yeah. You know? I feel like it might just be a bad fit with the coaching staff overall. So you think Talkett's too mean? I don't know if he's too mean, but I think he wants all his players to uh, play positionally and back check all the time. And I don't know if that's Kuzi's game. Mm. You think they work it out and Kuzmenko finds his game again and he learns how to back check or what? I hope so. I think he's going to find his offensive game again. And he's trying to cold drought right now. He's got no confidence. But I think long term, I don't think it's going to work out by the guess with Vancouver. Mm -hmm. You think they trade him for a defenseman? I don't know. He's got another year after this, right? At like, yeah. what's he making? Five and a half or something? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Five and a half, right? Five and a half, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think he's just, he's going to start putting up points again, but I don't know. Maybe in the offseason or something they move him. They're going to have to make some choices in the offseason with all their. Uh, with PD and Hronick, and they got some good UFAs now, like Lafferty and stuff. They got to sign. So think, maybe I could, I could, I could see them moving in the offseason. Not this year, I don't think. You think they have enough depth to survive without him if they're, um, if they did end up trading him for a defenseman or something? Do you think they're fine well, when well, healthy when Scooter comes back? Well, right now he's playing on the fourth line. He's playing like ten minutes a game, <laughs> so they're basically surviving without him right now. But uh, no, they're gonna have to replace his offense somehow. But even right now, even with him, they probably they could probably use another top six forward in that uh, Di Giuseppe spot where Hoagland is playing right now, I think. Yeah, what happened and to Giuseppe? Uh, I think he just lost some of his juice. So yeah. they I think he played he played last game, I think, right? He played last game. They didn't play Linus Carlson, I think. I think they scratched Linus Carlson. But uh yeah, I don't know. He was I think he just lost some of his juice. I feel like he's gotta be at the top of his game if he's gonna play with Miller and Besser. Yeah. What about Linus Carlson? He uh, why is he on the power play? He's on some power <laughs> plays, right? I always see him on the. Yeah. It's like the only time I've noticed him is when he's on the power play. Is he any good? Uh, yeah, I think he's decent. Uh, I haven't watched him too much playing in Abbotsford and uh, Sweden there. But yeah, I, I don't know. He seems pretty in his couple games he's played. He just seems pretty sound so far. I haven't seen him make any mistakes or anything. I like that one game they played him with uh, Oman and uh, Hoagland, or they had a little Swedish fourth line going. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, 200 IQ play. Do you have any other thoughts on Kuzmenko before? 
no, I think he's going to start pretty soon. I think he's going to start putting up points. I'll probably put him back with PD and Mikhail. But I don't think he's going to be a long-term fit with Canuck. That's my prediction. Fair, fair, fair. What about uh, Mr. Roberto Luanga? He's getting inducted into the Ring of Honor December 14th against the Florida Panthers, I believe. Um, yeah. Should he have gotten his jersey retired? Well, yes. The Ring of Honor. Yes? Yes. Why? Because he's their best goaltender in team history, and he's one of their best players in team history. I feel like he should have for sure got his number retired. But do you think it's fair to have Stan Smeal, Marcus Nyson, Trevor Linden, Pavel Burry, both Sedins, that's six, plus Luongo is seven, all have their jersey numbers retired when the Canucks win the yes. three Stanley Cup? Yes. You think it's fine to have three players from that one Canucks team, Sedins and Luongo? Yeah, throw it. Hey, uh, let's throw Kessler in there, too. Let's do another <laughs> one. How about that? That's crazy. Well, why didn't you think they uh, – why did they opt not to – his jersey retired then. He's so deserving. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know because the topic where people were talking about when they said they're going to put him in the ring of honor was his amount of years he played there. Didn't he only play like how many years he played in career? Eight. I will pull that up on Google. He didn't play like a he didn't play a crazy amount, but he probably could have used another year or two to like fully justify it. Just he for played- like. From 2006-7 to 2013-14. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. Eight years. And they traded him at like the deadline, I think, eh? They never finished that year with him? Yeah. But you um you never won them a damn thing. You never won a Vezina either. You won a Jennings. Yeah, you could have won a Vezina or two though. But he's one of the best goalies ever of all time in the history of the world. But do you think if they keep going at this route, they're gonna Rafters. have put him put him in the rafters. If they keep going at this route, though, they're going to have uh, no numbers left and no Stanley Cups. Yeah. If they, if everyone's super, no one is. If they retire everyone's number, then does it mean anything? But this also boosts the Ring of Honor, so now the next guy we get put into the Ring of Honor is, hey, that's pretty good company. I got Orlando Curtin back and Luongo up there. Luongo, best goal in franchise history? That's awesome. Yeah, I guess it'll boost up their uh, Ring of Honor. I don't know. I think he should have been... Uh... You don't think he should have got his jersey retired here? Mm, I don't know. I think it's arguable. But I also I don't yeah, think I don't arguable. think Canucks should have seven seven guys with jersey numbers retired with how bad a franchise they are <laughs> all time. But also it's hard to argue with I would any put him up the there guys. with all those guys though. Yeah. He, I don't if, know. He, if he can get his jersey number uh retired with Vancouver, he's not out of place with all the other guys in their list. Yeah, well maybe they should have maybe they should have limited it. Maybe I'll, they should just have um Trevor Linden and the Sedins up there. And everyone else out. Now we're getting a little crazy. What's okay. our next topic? <laughs> uh, on to the next topic. Carolina game tonight. Do they win? Mm. Do they put I don't know. Carol- Carolina's on a three-game skid. And did they give up like uh, five goals to the Oilers in the first period the other night? And they, they blew a 2 nothing lead in the third period of Calgary the other night. Lost 3-2. I don't know. They're, either, they're also in the middle. I think they're in the middle of like a six or seven-game road trip. This is like game four on it or something. They're 0-3. So I feel like they're either just going to come out flat and be depressed or they're going to come out firing and destroy the Canucks. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. That's I, hope the, I hope the Canucks win. Yeah, they lost to Calgary. They blew a lead against – man, 
they could actually be able to win. Look at these guys. Last five games, <laughs> five four loss to the Oilers, win yeah. over the Sabers six two two one yeah. loss to the Jets six one loss to the Oilers, three two loss. Flames. They should be able to win that. I thought Carolina's really good though. Why are they struggling this year? I don't they're know. in their division. Yeah, they're like almost playing five hundred, right? They're almost at five hundred. Yeah, I think fourteen and eleven. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched them. I don't really watch the Hurricanes all the time, but they are a good team. I think their goaltending is pretty terrible. Um, I don't know if you have the stats up. I'm pretty sure their goaltending has been terrible this year. Like, I think they're in the 880s and like 870s for save percentage. Okay, I also seen this. Uh, I think I seen a stat yesterday. Even though they're not playing very well, right? I think they get they average the most shots on game out of any team in the league this year. Okay. And they give up the fewest amount of shots on net out of any team in the league this year, which is pretty crazy. But their goaltender save percentage is like 870 and 880. So you're telling me so, Canucks just need to get shots on goal and then they score six goals tonight or what? Well, Canucks are also, I think Canucks are the number one offense in the league, right? They score the most goals, they score the most goals anyone in the league this year, I believe. Sounds right. Yeah, you just put up a five or six piece tonight. What do you think? Yeah, sure. What's your final prediction on the score? Then Demko's gonna have a rebound. Let's go uh, 6-2. 6-2? How about that? 6-2. I'll top you and I'll go 6-1 and I'll say Kuzmenko gets a hat trick for my fans. I, <laughs> I was just saying, I hope I was just gonna say I hope Kuzmenko gets a hat trick. That's perfect. Okay, our uh, I just got a alert that there's 10 minutes left in our meeting time because we have free zoom. Is there anything else you want to talk about the Carolina game for before we uh, uh no time? Should- should be a good one. Should be a good game. Okay, so go, go that's... Canucks. Go, go Canucks. <laughs> that's um, that's all we have for this first week. Um, what are your thoughts? Is there anything you want to add in there? Anything else you want to talk about? Nothing. Absolutely what, zero. What notes do you have for next week to make this better? I should have more stats on hand. Yeah, I'll be more prepared too. I don't know where we're even doing an episode today. We gotta get the host has gotta be more locked in, uh have some more stats with them. I'll be more prepared. You can add that trivia segment trivia segment or something next week, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, next week we'll, we'll be uh, a little more locked in next week. And we'll get uh try to get Victor Reskovich for an interview. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Good work, Jason. I'm gonna stop recording now. Okay. Next see you guys next week. <laughs>